Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm world-famous podcaster Jeff Kowalski. I'm regular person Louisa Heron. Jeff, did you get famous in Kuala Lumpur? Uh, isn't that one of the fictional countries from Batman comic books? <laughs> no. Jeff. <laughs> you need to read a book. <laughs> Not a comic book. Yes. Uh, does can the book have pictures of Batman in it? <laughs> you, you know what's very weird in Kuala Lumpur? No koalas. Think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's not spelled that way. Come on. I know it's not spelled that way, but still, I wonder if they could import some. <laughs> what about, uh, what countries can't are... survive anywhere? Essentially, they will die if they don't get exactly the right kind of. They barely the survive where they're meant to. <laughs> I where they're meant to. Oh, I forgot, Jeff. That you are an extremely orthodox creationist. <laughs> yeah, where they're meant to in a heterosexual marriage. <laughs> oh, good what news, guys. I put in Kuala Lumpur into Google like I'm not supposed to. And yep. the first result, things to do in Kuala Lumpur, the Batu Caves. So. Oh, Batu oh, Man. Yeah, yeah like that dance there. Bat does. Batman does. Yep. The Batu yep. Sea. Oh, man, that would be great if there was a party in that cave where you just, where everyone did the Batu Sea. I don't really. Is that a real? dance like isn't it it's, just putting your the, fingers in front of your eyes it's the watusi so, yeah it's the just the watusi but batman does it yeah that's what? the finger in front of the eyes thing to be batman <laughs> oh okay but so the rest the, the is there a legs component as well or is it just an arms move how many batman dances are there like the twist i'm not sure now, when you say how many Batman dances are there, are we including, like... Bat Dance Pri by Prince yeah, and the Batu scene. But I don't feel like Batman does the Bat Dance by Prince, and I don't know that there is a dance associated with Bat Dance. Is there? I think... Hmm. I thought it was just a song. Maybe it's an event, like a Bat Dance. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a prom, but for Batman only. <laughs> <laughs> That's the saddest thing in the world. He, Maybe didn't go, he didn't go to a real school after his parents died. So he had to uh, he didn't go problem. to a real school before his parents died either. <laughs> Maybe in it's the just... movies he gets kicked out of Princeton for being too sad about his parents dying. Maybe it's just that uh, Prince has that Midwestern accent and he's saying bad dance and that is every prom. Is a bad true. dance. Is that, yeah. is that what a Midwestern accent does to your T's and D's? Probably sure. not, but it's still it's a it's still a joke I made. <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> it's already been recorded. So it's definitely no a joke really. I made. Whether it was good or not is what's up for debate. Anyway, what did you do online this week, Louisa? I looked up recipes like I like to do. You guys, you guys, yeah. you guys like to mm -hmm. do that too. Uh, when I'm about to cook something, yes. <laughs> You ever notice how it's almost impossible to tell until you read a whole recipe if it's total bullshit or not? Yeah. No, I, I haven't noticed that. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> this this works for everything except recipes. If you're like, hmm, I need a good like power source for my computer I'm building, you can type in like best power source yeah. and you come up with really good ones. <laughs> but with recipes, it's like, okay, best hamburgers, and it's like, okay, these are how you make the best hamburgers. Get some ground meat, make them into pucks the end <laughs> yeah 
All the oh. recipes are from all recipes, and then I was like, throw some jello powder into your pie. It's a great idea. Like, no, it's not a great idea. <laughs> You're doing everything wrong. Yes. Oh, man. When we were driving yesterday, when we were driving into the middle of nowhere to go to our friend Chris's party, we passed a like a farm stand on the side of the road that had a sign Ooh. for pies. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, oh, we should stop and get a pie. But that's exactly it. Like, pies are either amazing, like, family recipes be perfectly made pies or the alternative which is sludge in a store-bought shell yeah and it by driving by the pie stand you can never tell which one it's going to be unfortunately yeah i wouldn't stop either because then if you stop and you realize it's the kind of pie you don't want and they're already looking at you and then what do you do and then you say i don't want these pies and you leave (laughs) you turn your pies are bullshit you say I, know, I also have that problem of going into stores, realizing I don't wanting, want anything, and then trying to stay around long enough that it seems like I was actually looking for something to buy, but not so long that it seems like I'm shoplifting. <laughs> Do you ever do the thing where you come up with the story you're going to tell in your mind if somebody stops you and asks what's going on? Yeah, like, and you say, like, oh, I was going to buy a pie, but I just remember my friend's allergic to gluten, so I yeah. probably can't. <laughs> Whenever I'm, like, in Target and they don't have the thing I need and I'm leaving, I have to be like, okay, if they ask me, I can say I was looking for cilantro and they didn't have cilantro, so... <laughs> And like, I it's mean, like you guys didn't have any caviar. <laughs> so I thought you would. <laughs> well, come on, cilantro is not an uncommon thing. Well, no, but they only have one very small grocery section. Uh, depends on the target, my dude. Yeah, I you guess. go to a super I get, target. I do go to a super target, but they only have a small fresh produce section. Yeah, but they have some other spices. Anyway, that's not. Matt the point. and I live in the Garden State, where you can get any vegetable uh, okay. at Rite Aid. <laughs> You yeah, just true. put a net out of your window and scoop up vegetables. <laughs> uh-huh. It's cloudy with a chance of vegetables out there. <laughs> anyway, I very badly detracted from what you were saying, Louisa, about looking up recipes. I'm oh, sorry. no, I didn't have much, really. <laughs> I was just thinking that I always feel bad. Summary of the podcast. Uh, it hurts my pride when people ask me, oh, do you have a good recipe for such and such? And I always direct people to the same, like, two or three websites, because you find ones that actually have good recipes from scratch that you trust. And then you kind of just use all those. It's yeah. like like if someone asks you to recommend a book, and like I don't read that many books, so I'd probably be recommending the same few authors over and over. Yep. Yeah. Um, have you have you read a uh, Game of Thrones? <laughs> girl, girl with the dragon tattoo. Those are the two books I've read. Anyway, <laughs> bye. But yeah. I definitely know that Kuala Lumpur is not a fictional city. Okay, bye. <laughs> I, I, I know for sure that, like, I was mixing up Nanda Parbat and another fictional city, and it was coming out of my brain as Kuala Lumpur. Hmm. Okay, but... I wish know. I could figure out which two fictional cities, because what the one the that thing? I... That Tingle says in Legend of Zelda. Kulu Limpa. Uh, that's what it that's definitely what it was. I was <laughs> mixing up Kulu Limpa and Nanda Parbat and coming out with Kuala Limpur. <laughs> Neither of those sound anything like Kuala Limpur though. Kulu Limpa does, it does. And then there's a fictional so. Batman city, Nanda Parbat. So I yes, was like, We all fictional, know about yeah. Nanda Parbat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Or I guess uh, maybe a fictional Arrow City, if you're only a fan of the TV show hey, Arrow. I know that's that's yes. where the question goes to train when she uh, becomes the question also. Yeah. You remember Both that episode of Batman the Animated Series where yes, there's a fake Nostradamus on. called Nostromo? <laughs> yes. And did, were they afraid they were going to get sued by Nostradamus' estate? <laughs> Why bother? Why would they... 
it's because that show aired on Fox, who had the rights to Alien, that where the spaceship Nostromo is. What I don't understand. Wait, Louisa, no, it are you because Nostromo's named are, after something? Louisa, are you saying that they should have called that character Nostradamus because, yeah. like, people know Nostradamus is dead, right? I mean, like. <laughs> Well, I thought the whole idea of it was like, ooh, maybe he's not. He figured out the secret of actual magic. Like, wasn't that the whole premise? No, he was a cult leader. Yeah, sure. Fine. But he's immortal. Why not? He's not immortal. Why not? I mean, that's not the pre- that's not the plot of the episode. He's it a- might as well have been. <laughs> but, like, I guess what I'm saying is if you were trying to- If, Louisa, this is advice I've been meaning to give you for a while. Ugh. If you're gonna start a cult, and I think you should, mm-hmm. don't just name yourself Nostradamus straight up. That is too obvious. Oh, you okay. want to hint at Nostradamus, but you don't want to, like, say, I am Nostradamus everyone. I am Nostradamus you know I mean? reincarnate. Is that not a good thing to say? Yeah, but no. that's why you are a slight twist on Nostradamus. Okay. If you just say you're Nostradamus, you're like, no, I, it turns out I never died. I was always alive. Yeah, you thought I said I predicted the future, but I never said that. It's <laughs> very weird that... Nostradamus's. It's weird to me that Louisa remembered an episode of the Batman cartoon that I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember it? You remember no. when all the fat old people are tied to planets at the end in the giant planetarium? <laughs> Actually, I, that does sound familiar, I, but the yeah. rest of it didn't. <laughs> I mainly remember it because it was around the time that I was learning about actual Nostradamus, just through reading and whatever, and like to have it be on the show, like clearly Nostradamus stuff, but called something different. I was like, this is wrong. Nostradamus I, was before Rasputin, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. He was, Nostradamus is ages? from like the 1600s. Yeah, exactly. In my mind, those two dudes hung out all the time, though. <laughs> well, maybe I think they're both immortal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're both extremely rumored to be immortal. <laughs> yes. Also, so. as a cult leader, shouldn't it really have been more like an Aleister Crowley kind of figure? It was, though. <laughs> I mean, that weird. was it was very obviously a reference to Aleister Crowley. That I don't remember. He was, like, like telling people that they needed to give him money so that he could build a spaceship to help them escape Earth, just like Aleister Crowley did. Mm, not the sex cult part, probably, though, right? <laughs> uh, it was implied. I mean, I do know that, like, there was a- <laughs> Tying se- people to planets is part of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a sexy young woman who, like, was trying to convince Bruce to join oh, okay. the cult because <laughs> she was like, mm, when we go to, to planet Xenon, I need to have somebody to fuck. I wanted to see what this guy <laughs> looked like. That was pretty edgy. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see what this guy looked like, and he looks like some kind of yellow peril version of Manos, the Hands of Fate. Yep. Yeah, that's fair. It's really weird. Oh, that's enough about Batman today, probably. We'll we'll circle back around on Batman. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably talk about Batman bookend it. <laughs> and what did you do online, Matt? <laughs> I do want to point out when I say bookend it, what I mean is if we mention Batman again, I'm going to stop the episode. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to no book it out of here. <laughs> no matter when it happens, even if in five minutes one of us says Batman, I'm going to say the it. ending bit, and then I'm going to shut it down. <laughs> Alright, okay, that, that will be our failsafe then, <laughs> so yep. we can pull the ripcord by saying the word. <laughs> now we're all in this, like, suicide pact about this episode. Yes. It's like we're in some kind of suicide squad. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jeff, what did you do online this week, though? Hey, I asked hey, you, he just, you she just asked you. Well, I'm in charge now. <laughs> no, you're not. Tell oh. me what you did online. 
Wait, I who? insist upon Me? Matt. You, okay, Matt. You, you got asked first. Um, this is sort of from last week, but I really am doing was doing it this week because I missed it last week. But last week was um the Summer Games Done Quick Marathon, mm. which I think we talked about last year. But it's like a gaming marathon <laughs> where people play games very quickly. Uh, and it's like a speed running event. And I've been watching some of the speed runs of the newer games that I haven't seen speed runs of before, like Super Mario odyssey which is very mm. fun mm-hmm. one thing that i've noticed though and i it's very it reminded me a lot of doing this show actually is that there's people who are like commentating on the speed run from the couch who are members of that speed running community so that they know how to talk about what's happening mm-hmm. but instead of translating what's happening to a non-speed run group they just continually fire off in jokes for the community <laughs> that they already belong to mm-hmm. so i guess I'm, what i'm saying is what what is the point of those people? <laughs> why Why do they bother to say anything? Because the people who know it already know those things, and the people who don't have no idea what the fuck they're talking about, right? Yeah. I don't- I don't, I don't get any of it, no. honestly. Yeah, I- there, there's so many, like, video games in general, yeah, that's a medium I enjoy, and even sometimes the subculture associated with playing video games is something I will engage in. But there are so many weird subsets of it that I just don't understand and can't even begin to understand. The thing that really annoys me is that <coughs> they very obviously have practiced banter as part of it, uh. and at some point, it's imp- it's astounding to me that these people who clearly know a lot about some things couldn't have taken the one second to be like, wait, hold on, if we all just yell bonk in the middle of, like, nothing happening, no one else will know what's going on, right? <laughs> like, did none of them say, like, this might be confusing. <laughs> I think it's that thing, like, when you own a small business and there's no, like, corporate above you to be like, these are the standards for interacting with customers, then gradually yeah. over time your staff will treat people like shit because there's, like, no consequence. <laughs> I think it's that. Like, who's telling them, hey, be more professional? Yeah, it's the dick's last resort of video games. <laughs> uh, it's, uh. like, the... I had a trouble, the first thing I found impenetrable when I tried to watch one of these Games Done Quick events was uh, there's a lot of voting for things that will happen in later runs. Mm. And one thing that they vote on, I think this year was the first year since they started doing it that there wasn't a Super Metroid run, which was very controversial because Metroid is the franchise that basically started the speedrunning community because it was a game that gave you like a, a little... It, it it acknowledged when you beat it quickly, like it yes. gave you a different end screen if you beat it in under a certain amount of time. Yeah. Um, and so, like, they let you vote on whether or not in the Super Metroid speedrun they will take an extra two seconds to save the animals. Which, there's some animals that Samus can take a different path and she'll rescue the animals. Or you can leave the animals on the planet and they blow up. And the only difference is, like, two seconds of running time and the end cutscene is uh, the animals will be in her spaceship if she saves them. Incorrect. Go on. (laughs) I didn't understand at all what that 
was about and why people were fighting about it. Real quick, just so we don't get emails, it's actually the, the end cutscene, you see a single pixel of the animal ship flying away separately from Oh, services. right. You know what? I was confusing it with the ending cutscene of Metroid Fusion, where yes. the animals are in her ship regardless. Correct. Uh, okay, cool. Yes, so it is even more inconsequential than I thought. Because uh, yes. I mixed it up with another game that has uh, better graphics. Uh, anyway, it's just like, I spent half an hour Googling around to see why people were yelling at each other about this. And I ended up discovering that it was just sort of like some people wanted them to do the run as fast as possible, and other people wanted them to save the animals because, as I mentioned in the sequel, Metroid Fusion, the animals are there, so the canonical ending is that the animals are saved. <clears throat> yeah. You don't know that they're the same animals, though. <laughs> yeah, I... I guess not. I guess it could just be a coincidence. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen the theory that uh, those animals are actually the main villain of the Metroid series? <laughs> oh, right, because they um they are infected uh, with the X virus. Yeah, exactly. Uh huh. Oh boy, <laughs> I like yeah. Metroid a lot, but there's not a lot of substance, like, there's not a lot of story that is directly told to you in those games, so people kind of go buck wild with fan theories. Isn't it just ripped off of well, Alien, and that's why you gotta rescue the cat? You rescue the cat. Oh, yes. I mean, no. A little bit. I mean, it's like, it's not really a rip-off so much as an homage, because it doesn't mm. it doesn't contain any actual literal, literal plot elements or even visual sim similarities to Alien. I guess Ridley, Ridley looks kind of like a xenomorph, but he looks way more like a big purple dragon. But uh, when you mentioned uh, saving animals, that's the first. Yeah, thing that's I true. Of. <clears throat> yeah, the fact yeah, that it has uh, uh, the fact that the the lead character is a woman and uh, it's yeah. kind of spooky, I think, is the biggest <laughs> references to alien. Well, and it, and it's a sci-fi. Uh, genre about right. a woman fighting uh, seemingly impossible to defeat non-humanoid monsters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's actually a bunch of like similarities if you go through the franchise game by game, like the first four Alien movies and yeah. the first four Metroid games. But uh, that's not what this podcast but, is about. <laughs> but Jeff, the one thing I do want to say, you said that there's not a lot of story in the games, and that's why people have a lot of fan theories, and that's somewhat true. But you've forgotten that, like every terrible game series that gets awfully buried under its own lore. There's a manga. <laughs> mm, right, yeah. Oh, there was also, I forgot about Metroid The Other M, which is a game that everyone hated because of all of the um, tonally contradictory story elements that were shoved into it that, like, expanded Samus's backstory. Uh, God. Yeah, there were some, there were definitely some Metroid games where you were playing them, and as you were playing them, at least for me, I had the experience of being like, this is a joke, though, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> you cannot be telling me again how these missiles are important. I, I know. I, but, I got yeah. it. <laughs> Here's a list of the, like, genuinely good Metroid games. Zero Mission, Samus Returns, Super Metroid, and Metroid Fusion. I liked Metroid Prime okay. Yeah, those Metroid the Metroid Prime trilogy are just so different that they barely count, but I guess they pretty much translated the feeling of Metroid to 3D, which is impressive. Yeah. Uh, uh Metroid 1 and 2 aren't good and Metroid Prime is like so different that it's weird. It's like its own thing. A, f 
first-person shooter for Metroid just makes so much sense. So when they came out with Metroid Prime, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. But yeah. I can't believe that they didn't just, that was Metroid forever from that point. Because oh, I'm really glad they didn't, though, because I don't like Prime very much. Like, it's fine. Yeah, but I, I feel yeah. like every time a new genre gets super popular, um, Nintendo tries to figure out how to loop into it with one of their existing properties, like fighting games with Smash Brothers, or now open world yeah. games with Link. Um, and I'm so like when first person shooters were so hot, I'm surprised that they didn't really double down on Metroid being their first person shooter property because it's such an obvious fit. Yeah, yeah. true. They just kind of made three of them and then stopped. Yeah, uh, until this now new one that is Splatoon for that, right? Yeah, Splatoon. No, 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 no. That's a battle royale. That's not a first person shooter. It's a it's a third person shooter. Okay. Um, so you see that? You see that? It's not. It's way more of a battle royale than it's a third not a battle shooter. royale at all. It uh, is. No, it isn't. Why battle not? Ro- ba- battle royales have one death per match and a hundred players. Uh, that's a certain type of battle royale, but it has a closed arena where people fight against each other and there's no NPC enemies, which are all elements of battle royales, Jeff. Those are all also elements of the multiplayer to any shooter. Is there a different name? Yeah, that's what the battle royale is. Is there a difference between battle royale where no one is on your team and a game like this where it is divided up into teams? Yeah, it's a team-based arena shooter is, I guess, as specific as you can get. Battle Royale is not just the name for any shooter multiplayer mode. It's a very specific genre. Yeah, it's yeah, making but, me think of one where you need to kill literally every other person you see so you can win. But no, because there are team-based Battle yeah, there's, Royale games. There's team mode uh-huh. in Fortnite and PUBG, but Fortnite and PUBG, that's Battle Royale. But I don't understand because PUBG is, like, Splatoon is just PUBG with cartoon characters. It isn't. It isn't Why at not? all. It's, because it's a closed arena where you run around and shoot it's, at each other. Th- that's where the similarities end, and you've described two of the mechanics. Ugh, I don't agree with you at all, I'm sorry. PUBG has a huge playing field, not a small closed arena, um, and okay, there's a but- hundred players, and you scavenge weapons, and you di- when you die in a round, you're out for that round entirely. You get armor, you get healing weapons, and there's a circle that closes in over time to make the battlefield smaller, and none of those things are true about Splatoon. Yeah, but you're describing the mechanics of one very specific Battle Royale game. Fortnite as works the same way. Battle Royale it, it is, is what makes Battle Royale what it is, yes. I don't agree with you. Anyway, you cannot agree, but the thing I Jeff, hey Jeff, what did you do online this week? Uh, knew online. what facts were. Uh, so what I did online was Jeff, I saw this. I'm about yes. to hang up this call. You are being very rude to me, my friend. <laughs> I just get really mad when you dispute the definitions of words with me. I don't think it's a battle royale. <clears throat> this See? call is now a battle royale. No, I, I'm saying I don't. I don't think I agree that. No, no, I don't agree. Quite agree with either of you, but it's fine. That's the thing. Should I say my thing from online? Yes. Okay. So, there was this tweet, and it was this morning, and it was by famous British comedian John Cleese, and uh, someone tweeted at him, Snowflakes, in response to a tweet of his, 
describing people getting their feelings hurt or something. Uh, and he quote tweeted them and said, yes, I've heard this word. I think sociopaths <laughs> use it in an attempt to discredit the notion of empathy. And everyone has been retweeting this, like, good job, John Cleese. Amazing. Mm-hmm. But if you, follow, <laughs> yeah. if you follow, if you follow, if you follow the quote tweets down and you look at the replies and, only and the like thread. That too. You only have to go back like two of them. Yeah. Oh. The original tweet that started all of this off was him saying a bunch of super racist stuff about soccer players. And then in response to the racist stuff, people were like, what, why are you, why are you being very racist? And he was like, I'm not, it's fine. You, you fell for my trick where I was racist and you responded to it. Haha, that was the trick all along. Yeah, and, the, the John Cleese has a history of saying very busted stuff and yeah. then being like, no, I'm a comedian, you guys just don't get it. Yeah, yeah it's very, uh, it's so weird that, like, this uh, this top-level tweet has been like, ah, we're gonna share this because it's very good, <laughs> yeah. and just click through twice and you'll be like, no, <laughs> I didn't, I retweeted it, and then I clicked through and was like, oh, no! Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, man, it. this came to my attention through a person of color, and I don't know if they bothered to look back and see uh, what he had said. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> but I wonder, though, because I wonder if a lot of the quotes that we use now, like the sentence before the person was like, I fucking hate everyone who's brown. A penny saved is a penny earned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that is true. Not I always check. Then. Well, if I, I mean, Benjamin if I Franklin see- specifically is a huge piece of shit, so like everything yeah. he said was probably really <laughs> bad. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, uh, I, like, will check tweet, like, I'll click on tweets and see if any of the replies show that it was stolen sometimes, if it's, like, a really big viral tweet. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And then I'll, I'll unretweet it if, if it's stolen. Yeah, I remember seeing a thing once that said, if you think one's stolen, all you have to do is check, and they gave, like, instructions on, like, dude, just do this and click through here and then find the first mention of it, and then that's the real one, and I cannot do that. I've tried to do it, and it does not work. Yeah, I just so decided I to, to never retweet anything except for episodes. <laughs> of this show and that's working well for me okay. yeah good plan uh so that's what i did online was um hated john please i witnessed the death of a hero that's not true i never <laughs> thought he was a hero he was very smart and funny in his time but yeah. he is which was 40 years ago yeah he is one of those people who has the attitude of like well people now who've learned from what i did are stupid and wrong here's yeah. the problem i think uh, just about everybody who's in a comedy sketch group in college uh, has ideas. Mm, <laughs> like tre- the wait, tread head. lightly here, Louisa. You're talking to two people. Yeah, who- I know. But nice. I wasn't in the sketch say group. <laughs> <laughs> they say stuff for their and because you're like 20 years old, you're like, hey, yeah, it's just a joke. Everyone gets it, even though you're saying terrible things. And yep. later, you're embarrassed by yourself. But I think if you then, in fact, get rich and famous from those sketches with your fucking college comedy group, which is exactly what they were, then you never have an opportunity to be like, you know what? Maybe this isn't so good. Yeah, I mean, that's just a like a subset of the general rule that if you're rich enough to be insulated from criticism, you'll never stop being the piece of shit that you were when you were young. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I really liked that one sketch from that sketch comedy group you were in in college where uh, the husband wants to buy a Batmobile and the wife makes them buy a regular car. Yes, that was a pretty good one. That was a pretty good one. We came real anyway. close to saying a safe word, but we didn't. Oh, no! <laughs> I, for- I forgot! I totally forgot! Uh, I was thinking oh, about man. it, how I liked that, and then I remembered that our super fan Chris wrote that sketch and won an award from the rest of us oh, for nice. writing it so good <laughs> yeah i think it was the true. only sketch he wrote for the show that year <laughs> the only yeah. year he was in it oh man that year I, like i don't know what happened but everyone was supposed to be submitting sketches every week and it ended up with me and one other guy writing 75 percent of the show because everyone was too busy to write sketches <laughs> it turned out to be a very weird show because of that i think it was kind of weird to be halfway through college when the economy collapsed because then suddenly like all of my friends were getting super busy having to like have jobs and stuff yep yeah uh, weird i keep uh-huh. on i keep on seeing people talking about like you know that thing a few months ago of, like by the time you're 30 you should have this much money saved or whatever yeah and i just think about like i mean technically i kind of do have that much money saved in that i've paid back that much money on my student loans like should i feel good about this <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I I started paying back my student loans in 2010, and I owe more money on them now than I did when I started paying them back. Yeah, the same thing happened to me. I ended up having to, like, get, get a debt consolidation loan because the predatory loaning people who, like, had my student loan at the end of a year where I had paid $4,000, I still owed more than I had at the beginning of the year because of, like, penalties or whatever, and that's some bullshit. Uh, yep, it's weird. Yeah, go Everybody through a bank. Bad. Go get a debt consolidation loan. That's what I did, and it's maybe. A good idea. I well, I I don't think I have good enough credit to. <laughs> you know, I I heard a thing like maybe a year ago that I was like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Which is that banks now like seem to be ignoring credit problems if they're related to your student loan because otherwise they wouldn't be able to loan to anyone. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. yeah, maybe I'll take a look into that, because I have had pretty much no problems uh, with TD Bank, um, which it's still a bank, so it's not ideal, but it's a Canadian bank. Yeah, there's socialism <laughs> to help you there. Yeah, it's a little better than an American bank, which is just bad, especially the one that has the country's name in it. Yeah, man, that's still my bank, because God, moving your stuff, money from one bank to another is a real pain in the ass. Wait, what bank is this? All I can think of is the country. Be- country's best bank like the <laughs> yep, that's the one. <laughs> yeah the yogurt is Tick good bib. though <laughs> uh, I, I uh, we're talking about Bank of America which oh, okay, the only yeah. thing I like about it is that it's abbreviated BOFA oh that is pretty good so you can trick people into saying <laughs> BOFA these nuts <laughs> oh, oh no so you could say you BOFA on Twitter tri- and someone would- says BOFA and then you say uh, you <laughs> you're the one who has to say BOFA these nuts unless yeah yeah can- yeah Okay, I want you to f- come I up with a scenario it where you could trick <laughs> no, me no, into I saying can't. both of these nuts. You say bofa in a context where someone has to say, what's bofa? And then you say bofa these nuts. So if I, I said, mix what it up- bank do you use that's about America? And I say bofa. Yeah, and I say, what does that mean? <laughs> no, 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 you're tricking me. You're not doing it right. That you're tricking me, and that's the <laughs> only way it can work. You have to wait for someone innocent. You have to wait for an innocent room to be like, what, what's a good bank? <laughs> no. Never mind. I don't think you get the joke, Louis. I don't think you get the joke. If you are bringing it up, then 
What's the point? You need to. I know. Could, I understand. Guys, guys, guys. You just could, yelling both of these nuts at somebody <laughs> is not as clever and witty as trying to get them to say it. Is my point. You're guys, good enough can, to even bring it up. That's the extra level no, no, of no. Uh, grifting involved. <laughs> we can solve this with up dog. Oh god. <laughs> I prefer the up dock version of that because it's a Bugs Bunny thing. Oh, yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Anyway, so let's go. To <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just ended up with nothing. (laughs) Yeah, we're all slightly hungover. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we're all acerbic. Yep. Uh, Okay, Uh, so these subreddits, the one we're not doing is the one that I got, which is r slash slave labor, which is a board where you can try to find people to work well below the market rate. So it's like for exposure, the Twitter account that will retweet people begging for graphic design and whatever for free. I think this might be one of those tongue-in-cheek mockery boards that is like... I don't think it is. <laughs> well, I think it's real. So I mean, it's, it's, it's like a real for exposure then. Someone being like, I'm making this game and I don't have any money, but if you want in, <laughs> I need someone to design the graphics. Yeah, right? I, I guess. I don't know. I mean... it's It says any tasks within reason for any amount. So basically you're going to be like, uh, please design me something and I can't pay you very much. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's what so, most places do, but secretly. <laughs> like most yeah, Craigslist and everything. That's what's kind of tripping me up, is that, like, <laughs> y- yeah, you're, you guys are right that that is genuinely what's on this board, but they called it slave labor, so there's some yeah. level of, like, like self awareness of that. I don't one, know. Of the, one of the top ones is someone offering to make phone calls for people with social anxiety for $1 per phone call. That's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then uh, a couple below that is satire, child sacrifice, two dollars. Uh, uh, right. uh, I'm, I'm glad that it's, glad that it's tagged they, satire, they but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're moving off. Now, <laughs> yeah, you said they have a lot of self awareness to call it slave labor, but then they also have a lot of not self awareness to call it slave labor, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they reach the level of self awareness to be like, eh? but they didn't reach the level of self awareness to be like. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think that Those if are the it two was... emotions. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, it's Drake two genders. <laughs> yeah. Drake going uh uh-uh, uh and Drake going uh uh-uh. <laughs> uh okay. uh-huh. I got r slash cataclysm dda, which appears to be a an ASCII graphics roguelike. Hmm. Oh, Man, that sounds dumb. Uh, DDA stands for Dark Days Ahead. It is a sequel to a game called Cataclysm, called Cataclysm: Dark Days Ahead. When you say roguelike, what does that mean? Uh, it means that it is like the 1980s video game Rogue. Uh, the common yeah. elements of roguelikes are. Uh, well, if you're really hardcore, they are text-based uh, games. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> text-based, well, turn-based. I, I, think, I think the best way to illustrate this is, I think Splatoon kind of fits into... <laughs> oh, damn it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, uh. You know, PUBG's kind of a roguelike, no, though, if you no, think about it. it's not. <laughs> uh, the, basic, uh, the, the basic tenets of roguelike are permadeath uh, and, like, short runs where it, usually it's very hard and after you die, you have to start over. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's a point of much contention because there are people who are very hardcore who play games that look like this game, who are like, things with roguelike elements don't count as roguelikes, whereas mm-hmm. there are other people who don't care about that distinction because it doesn't matter. And yeah. a lot of things that are now called roguelike 
incorporate a progression mechanic where, like, after you do a run, you can find some things that carry over into your next run, which a lot of people say technically means it not roguelike anymore. But if that's the case, then roguelike games are insufferable and terrible. Yeah. <laughs> because the progression mechanic is the only thing that makes roguelike games fun to play at all. Although Dungeons of Dreadmore doesn't technically have progression. You just, like, unlock different ways to play through your runs. I think that counts as progression, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it it's it yeah it it is like the fact that you win things in the game outside of your run yeah I yeah. guess is progression but it doesn't actually give you any advantage like run to run so yeah that's really maybe annoying, a borderline case Dread Dungeons of Dreadmore when I played it and found out you could unlock classes I was like ooh these unlocked classes are going to be way better and make it easier to get deeper <laughs> nope, nope they're very bad they're much in fact worse. most of them are jokes yes uh but fun game I think I played like 13 hours of that or something yeah i played a bunch of it and then was like never mind and then i found cheats and then i played a lot more because it's way more fun <laughs> if you're cheating that's true which, many games yes yeah which is honestly that's like the whole thing about roguelikes that is a problem is that after a certain amount of time you're like well i'm not getting any better at this game and the game isn't making it easier for me to play it but so... what if i had unlimited money <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so uh, okay. then, Louisa, you so got the, an interesting I one. I got the Reddit r slash blackmagicfuckery, and I had to do some uh, back work here, because I, what we've been doing, now that Reddit has changed over to a weird new layout, is we've been putting our links to each other to the old Reddit, but the old I, Reddit- I haven't. <laughs> okay. Readers, I haven't been doing that because I forget, and also because I don't care about old Reddit. Well, here's the thing. One. The old Reddit has the better layout I like, but I noticed from the new one that it has the like mission statement of the board which the old one doesn't have so just oh, now interesting yeah just now i was looking to find that again and i did it is anything that clearly has no other explanation but no good voodoo black magic fuckery so i'm assuming it's like weird uh things that happen that seem vaguely evil Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at some of the GIFs, and it's like weirdo augmented reality stuff. Oh, this is a very, very popular Reddit. Wow, I'm looking now. Uh, should we do this one? Yes, absolutely, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. So you can tell right. the number of subscribers. Wait, okay, I'm confused because I'm clicking on the button that says visit new Reddit from the old Reddit board, and it still looks this exactly the same. There's absolutely no difference. Maybe you're not getting it. Um, I had to change the www to old, well, I, old instead. Yeah, that's what the button does, and I tried typing it in, but it looks exactly the same. I mean, it's fine, but I well, cannot uh, see it. that thing what I just you... read to you was from the new Reddit. If you look at the old Reddit, yeah. subreddit info, watch this space for updates. We will be updating things pretty rapidly to hopefully get things under control. Yes. That's that what I see what on the means. new one as well, and that is why I'm confused. Anyway. Yeah, the URL I'm at is new.reddit.com oh, instead of yeah. old.reddit.com, so I think you can, one. I think you can force it either direction, nope. and it's still, still the same one. You can force that. it That's by weird. changing the word old to www. That's what I, I did. did. Do that. I also did new. It's huh. all the same. It must be a cookies thing. It's not important. Maybe. Let's yeah. move on. Oh well. Mm, cookies. All right. So there are <laughs> twenty five hundred people casting voodoo spells, and it does not say how many are here now. So uh, two point six thousand. Not seeing that. Wait a minute. Two point six k online right now. <laughs> it says it right next the subscribers. 643,000 subscribers, 2.6k online. See, well, mine, then, on mine it says it below the subreddit info thing. Man, this board oh, is okay. some 
black magic fuckery. Okay, so <laughs> there are... Okay, that's where I got confused. It says that way up at the top for me, there's six, 643,000 readers, and then there's 2,500 casting voodoo spells, which I guess would be the people here now. Oh, interesting. For me, it has community details in that block with the explanation. Uh, right below the explanation is subscribe and create post, and right above the explanation, below the name of the Reddit, is the subscriber and online thing, which doesn't have the fun names. And for me, yeah. it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, this Reddit Reddit sucks to look at. I hate to look at it. So it's, it's got just a beige header with the spinning top, I think is from uh, Inception, which I have not seen. Yes. It, I mean, it's just a top. It could be from anything. I don't think that it's a direct reference to Inception, but it does look like the top from Inception. I feel like it is. I mean, I don't know, of course, but... um, Let me look. I've seen Inception. I like that I've movie. seen Inception as well. I mean, it's the same That's shape the top. of top as a, as a top from Inception, but it's also just a top. You, I don't I see a that... lot of tops that look like that, though. It's like fancy and metal in one piece. I think that might be actually, like, the shot from the I, movie, though. I'm pretty sure that this is actually a shot from a Kickstarter that was popular recently about oh. this style of top that hmm. could spin on anything, including a tomato. Ooh. <laughs> Which sounds like some black magic fuckery. So... <laughs> what that sounds like to me is an infomercial. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Kickstarter... That's exactly what Kickstarters are. <laughs> Does anybody have a tomato? I'll show you. I'll show you. The top will spin on a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say the top one of all time is grilling season is here, but that's just an ad for me, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's not- I mean, every time I see those kinds of ads, I'm like, I wonder how this is gonna relate to the top yeah. of the board. Oh, no, it's not at What all. are these grilled corn cobs gonna do? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the top one from the past 24 hours is a top that pretty much spins forever because it has, like, uh, blades in it and, like, will catch the wind. Oh, weird. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm go I want to switch to top of all time to look at those. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at, too. But, Louisa, did you read the rules yet? Um, I don't know if I did. I started clicking on stuff. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't need to do the rules. You read the, the basic stuff, I suppose. Yeah, the the, the, it's got the normal stuff. You have to be civil, don't sell stuff. Uh, all posts must contain black magic fuckery and then there's a different thing somewhere else that I saw that says like hey stop putting up CGI stuff we don't like that. Yeah that's stupid <laughs> why would you do that? That's just that's just trolling. Yeah I would like to comment on the fact that the top post of all time on this board is just a person sewing seams Yes. But like they're doing that cool where you don't realize what they're doing until they're done <laughs> I suppose but that's just how you do it I mean that's just a normal way. Yeah and they're cheating because they're using a ribbed fabric to yes. exactly space out their stitches. So yeah, yes. that's easy. <laughs> Anyone can do that. But they yeah. do it with a bunch of different fabrics, though. Yeah, but yeah. all the fabrics have a guide for how wide to make it. The, the I see, has right. a has a faded yeah. part. It's all the same, and it's um, fine. But it's like. I think it's only impressive if you've never learned to sew. Yeah. So the rules section for me just says it has the subreddit name and it says rules and then it has one, two, three, four points. And next to one, it says R1. And next to two, it says R2. Next to three, it says D2. R3. D2, yeah. Damn it. Yeah, hooray. And next to four, it says ATT. And I don't understand why this is like this, but you can see the rules. Yeah, I don't. Man. What's happening hey, with this Reddit. board? <laughs> Are we driving it into the ground? Is it our problem? Is our is the mm. black magic fuckery the meta game for this mm. board where it just shows different people different things? Oh, and that would it be only actually works on very us. cool. <laughs> 
it only works on us in this format, because if any of us were just looking by ourselves, we'd be like, okay, fine. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Is this... Wait, did they trick us into making this podcast for <sighs> yes. two years just to do this prank on us? They hacked into my random search to make sure this one would come up. Yep. I'm trying to... I'm looking... I'm trying to decode... I'm trying to parse what's happening in this GIF of someone doing an incredible breakdancing move that is, like, the second of all time, and I've watched it on loop, like, ten times now, and I don't understand what I'm seeing. It's amazing. (laughs) I'm I'm looking at one called Capturing Plasma in a Syringe, and it's, like, it's like a special effect. It's so cool. I like the one... There's an optical illusion on here, too, which... Feels like cheating a little bit. Uh, it's it's the one. It says this is the same photo side by side. They are not taken at different angles. Both sides are the same, pixel for pixel. But when you yeah. look at the photo, it looks because it's a street at an angle. It looks like the one on the right is at a steeper angle. Yeah, I was looking at that too. It's true because if you look so at the weird. specific things, you can see all the markers in in which it's the same. But I guess yeah. because one street seems to be lining up against another street, that's very strange. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. That's a cool effect. I like that. Hey, hey, every board on Reddit, can you stop having one of your top posts be about net neutrality? We all get it and are already sad about it. You don't need to keep going with it. Yeah. You can stop. <clears throat> anyway... <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's a lot of optical illusions on here. I, I mean, I guess that's kind of the point of the board. Yeah. I like boardwalk switches color when you change direction, then it's the same color in the middle, uh, because I want to go f- look at it. I want to go look at it and see why it's like that. <laughs> I think it's just the wood grain. Yeah, this I video's, think so. This video's tricking me. <laughs> <laughs> it's that thing like, uh, silk where the colors woven on the vertical and the, on the horizontal are different color threads, so it seems to be, like, red or blue in different lines. How is this plasma being captured in what looks to be a plastic syringe that someone is holding with their bare hands? It's not really plasma. It's like, I think it's just like, uh, ionized air. Okay. Uh, that's because it's it's freaking me out to look at. Is it doing a Faraday cage thing? I'm not sure. Uh, it's a Tesla coil, not a Faraday cage. Okay. But yes. Oh man, I really like the Lego portrait right beneath it. It's a yeah, Lego it's portrait where cool. if you look at it from one angle, it's Iron Man, and if you look at it from the uh, other side, like the left instead of the right, it's Tony Stark. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Remember when those things used to be everywhere? Those ads where they would show, it would be on like a triangle shaped thing that would move and it would show you one and then like twist it. Oh yes, those were so stupid. This is, wait a second. (laughs) Weren't we just talking last week about what lenticular is? Yes, you're right. This Lego image is a lenticular image. (laughs) It's true. It's just not like that plastic ridged printing like how they do it for print stuff <laughs> there's a very funny post a few down from that called best augmentation uh where a woman is wearing a shirt that makes it look like her breasts are bigger because the pattern stretches in a in a way that mm-hmm. i think is pretty fun well did you yeah, watch the video funny. i don't think it's a woman oh it might not be i suppose that's true it could be anybody <laughs> I guess that's me. It could have been me. Oh my god, they've incepted you. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even remember doing that. (laughs) That would be great if you you watched a video and you were in it. Like, that would be the most black magic if we were just watching this and then all of a sudden it was us watching this video. Oh man, air rate, the air rated yes, sand. Yes, I was one just is looking really at that. Cool. Yes, I'm looking at it too. Oh god, 
uh, it's awesome because they have like an air pressure cannon shooting into this bucket of sand so they can turn it from sand, which is, you know, fairly solid to aerated sand, which moves like goop. It really <laughs> it like does. Goop. Yeah, it moves very fluidly. It's creepy. I thought for a second it was going to be one of those, uh, like, what is that non-Newtonian fluid stuff that's like sponge oh, yeah. and water? Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. like that, but it's not. I want to know how this thing in Gravity is for Amateurs worked. He's cheating, right? That's not real. What's what? oh. Gravity is for Amateurs is right below aerated it's sand. Like yeah, but explain it for our listeners. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I did confirm with a listener last night, uh, super fan Emma, that me explaining memes is actually one of the best parts of the uh, show. Oh, no, Emma, why? Did you, uh, did you uh, t- take this sample, Jeff, by saying it yourself first? Uh, no, I was say, explaining a meme to someone, and she was like, I like when you do that on the show seeing Reddit. Was the meme you were explaining you badly explaining memes? <laughs> Oh no, I've become a meme, the thing I fear most. So in this meme, I look at a picture of a popular culture thing. No, I'm not going to explain that meme. Uh, So it's a gif of a breakdancer who does what is like a mime move, where he places an invisible box on the ground, then steps up onto it and over it, and appears to float in the air for a few moments, as if he has actually stepped on a box. And I don't understand, because there's a point where he does pause in midair and I don't understand He's it. tricking you into thinking that bec- by making his foot slip down a little bit yeah. and then stop, yeah. it looks like he's hovering, but it's really, if he held his foot still, you'd be able to tell that he's just jumping forward, but he's because just... it shifts down a little bit, it looks like he's stopped. Like, yeah, his yeah. Foot when is I agree. I think what, it's, what he's doing is he's, he's fought that instinct to bring your foot down if you're up in the air. He's fought it so hard and keeping his foot straight that it seems impossible possible, because you can't imagine a person moving that way. It is yeah. very cool, though. Because they show it in slow motion right after, and it looks even more unbelievable in slow motion than it does in regular <laughs> speed. It's wild. That's pretty great. Oh, God, these videos are blowing my mind. I'm going to need to go to sleep after this immediately. <laughs> I like that. You get overstimulated. You're like, nope, I gotta turn the brain off for a while. (laughs) I'm already a little, like, agitated because the... I've recorded a Creepypasta right before this and talked for uh, well (laughs) over two hours about a very, very bad Creepypasta story, and it, like, was written so bad in such a way that it made me really, really mad that it was that awful. Uh, so I, that's why I'm extremely on edge for recording this different, better podcast. (laughs) I feel like it's a bad, it's bad form for people to post pictures of people doing actual magic on this board, like street magic. Yeah. Okay. uh, uh, Actual magic and street magic are in many way opposites. (laughs) Well, no, here's the thing. That was almost a sentence. (laughs) Thanks for not calling me on it. (laughs) Here's the thing, because when I say actual magic, I mean actual in the real world, and since there's only one kind of magic that can be in the real world, that is street magic. Um, Anyway, yeah, if you just show somebody doing, like, David Blaine magic tricks, that is that, I feel like that's against the spirit of this board. Yeah, I agree. I do like the one, um, this is just showing the flat, um, 
phone video of it, but I've seen this on Twitter, which is the person being filmed as well, and they're holding up a their phone in a park, and it's showing a doorway that they could walk through. So they do walk through it, and then it's like a cool different black and white world. Can you tell us the name of the post so we can participate in that this? That one is called Alternate Reality Demo Showing Something. Uh, got it. Okay. And yep. yeah, it's just showing an imaginary doorway. You walk into this different world. Uh, but on Twitter when I saw this, a bunch of dummies were like, oh, that's so cool, and and the fake trees in the fake world, those correspond to the real trees in the real world? Like, no. No, you dumb asshole. Of course they don't. They don't have that kind of technology to instantly map where you really are. I mean, they kind I... of do have that technology. I, they're not using it here because it's not great yet, but like, yeah. did you see Amazon has this new thing now? Augmented reality for, like, yeah. if you buy an Amazon product, you can position it in your house on the camera in your phone before you buy it to see if you like yep. where it's gonna be. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like That's that idea. That's so weird, right? Yeah, but they're like, pushing that right now as Prime Day is coming up. Ikea is going to have that in, what, a year? And it's going to be really They might cool. already. I have the Ikea catalog and the Ikea catalog app. And it would do things where, like, if you wanted to look at a chair in three dimensions, you could look at the page of the chair on your phone and then spin the little chair graphic around. And I love that. That is so cute. Yep. This, this post I'm looking at should be on r slash oddly satisfied instead of this one. <laughs> it's Hydraulic Press versus Stack of Playing Cards. Oh, yes, I saw that one. Yeah, I agree. And the cards are stacked in such a way that they're, like, alternating, uh, and it's like they're just overlapped, so when the Hydraulic Press pushes down, it's launching the cards out either way instead of crushing them. It would <laughs> it's be, very fun. It would be even more satisfying to watch it in reverse. <laughs> oh, man, that would be awesome to look at. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, I should specify it's a Hydraulic Press that ends in like a wedge, not just a flat thing. It's not just oh, punching yeah. a hole through a deck of playing cards. <laughs> oh man, have you did you guys have watched the Hydraulic Press channel on YouTube, right? Uh, yes. Some of it, yeah. We've talked about uh, it on this podcast a few times. Oh, okay, yeah. I just was thinking about the time that they tried to crush the phone book and it exploded, <laughs> yeah. and that was really awesome. And then good. they tried to crush like a bowling ball and it didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, uh, there's a great one on here called This Costume. Have you did you guys watch this yet? No. No. It's like from a Japanese children's show, I think, and it's a man wearing an elephant costume and he comes out and like takes off the elephant costume and says hi and then sits down on the head of the elephant costume and unbuttons the middle of his shirt and then a little girl climbs out. <laughs> What? Yeah, so it's like, I mean, it's clearly like a weird magic trick type thing where the back of his shirt is such oh, that yeah. she can get through and stuff, but it, it's very cool because it makes it look like his body is a costume also. Yeah, that is very good. Oh, it's very creepy. It's like, you could put this in a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe you shouldn't look at that anymore with your particular <laughs> horror of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's type yeah. things. <laughs> I suppose, although this is not the, I mean, I don't know, a foam suit is not as scary as an animatronic suit, obviously. Oh, I like this person steaming eggs on the steam of their pressure cooker, and the egg is floating in the, like, pressure steam stream. That's pretty oh, good. That's pretty fun. That is, oh, wow, that's terrifying, though. How do you get it out without burning uh, yourself very you don't, badly? You just smash the egg. Yep. <laughs> the egg just gets smashed. But it's gonna be cooked by then, so it will be fine. It'll be like Oh, right. Thing. You remember in, was it Grease? There's a scene where he's, like, smash it, he smashes an egg on 
on someone's forehead, but it's cooked, and so it's like, haha, you thought that you had egg on you, but you don't, but like, you, you did just smash an egg, though, on my face still. <laughs> yeah. That must have <laughs> Yeah. Right? It's still, like, I've definitely jammed eggshell into my hand accidentally before, and it's not, it's not nothing. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man. Anyway. Oh, here's one uh, in one of my favorite genres, uh, which is photos that unintentionally have optic effects when you see them later, and you didn't realize things were lining up that way. Uh, and this one says, uh, Happy Holidays! Yes, my dad is in the picture, even though it looks like he's part of the painting. And it's a family next to a Christmas tree. Oh yeah, tree. that one. And the dad is behind the rest of the family, and I'm guessing he's wearing a sweater that has black and white bars on it, because the white bar at the top of his chest lines up perfectly with the uh, matting of a painting on the wall behind him. So it looks like <laughs> yeah. his head is just in this painting. <laughs> he is not a real person. <laughs> it's really funny. I like it a lot. <laughs> oh, that's uh, great. Oh, man. One of these is these like special Japanese candies. Yeah, I was just looking at that one. It's so weird. Powders into goo and it turns it into other stuff. Oh, it's oh, weird. Yeah. They pour powder into goo and then they pull the goo out as a sheet of different goo. Yeah, I've made- uh, and they're pretty fun, but they taste terrible. So yeah, only kids. Jeff will already like this said it was Japanese candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these things are a toy project. They're not for eating. Oh, yeah. Jumping oh, across yeah. the road. Talk about oddly satisfying. That candy that comes out looks like a tongue. It's pink. Yep. It's got little like taste buds on it. <laughs> That's what I meant by oddly satisfying. <laughs> How did this guy jump across this entire road? There's no way. It's yeah, too it's, far. It's gotta be a trick. It's an illusion. There's one people sometimes put up of someone running like crazy and running and jumping over a uh, road that's being raised by a drawbridge. And it is so fake, but I keep seeing it. Like, people are like, can you even believe this happened? No, I can't. I can see from the video it that it didn't. <laughs> I think this one of this guy jumping across a road might be being filmed at an angle such that the road looks wider than it is. Yeah, like if you're a, if you're a long jump person in the Olympics or whatever, you like flail more than that. He's just jumping and then just staying in the air a long time and then landing. Yep, mm. it's so weird. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to, like, find in the comments to see if someone, like, figured it out and posted, like, this is what's actually happening. Uh, but I can't. I don't see anything. I don't think that anyone figured out what's happening. Yep. Maybe it's real magic. Yeah, this guy's magic. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, I really like Dragon Dance, which is two old men in a park somewhere, and they are, they have, like, a kite, a dragon kite, very long and skinny, and they both have, like, metal hooks that you can use to manipulate this thing, and they're just tossing it back and forth. So it's basically yeah. like they're just tossing a ball back and forth and catching it on these metal poles, but because there's a dragon attached, it looks like this cool effect where this dragon yeah, is flying. It's like a paper, like, kite tail thing, not a real dragon, just so the audience knows. <laughs> no, no, it's a real dragon. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's an amazing one on here called uh, The Sun's Evolved Form, which is on a mountain in Sweden, I guess, and um, there's, like, ice crystals in the air such that the there's like a halo around the sun and it perfectly forms a cross in the middle of a halo and it makes you realize why people thought God was real for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was it. That's pretty cool. Like, like I remember reading the story about, um, what was that first Christian 
emperor of Rome? Constantine. Constantine, thank you. I remember oh, reading yeah, that about was it. Constantine like coming home from the wars and he looked into the sky and saw a cross as a sign from Jesus or whatever and like this is definitely what happened. Yeah. Yeah, my uh my brother saw a cross through the sun and got a tattoo of the picture he took of it. Um god people I think are a little weird. <laughs> Wait, is he, he blind saw... now? How long yeah. is he looking at the sun? No, uh, like he <laughs> saw a cross shining like through the the clouds uh mm-hmm. and took a picture of it and then got a tattoo of the picture that he took of it. Okay. Hmm. Makes about as much sense uh, as most tattoos, I guess. <laughs> I yeah. guess. It's just like it's not meaningful. That's just how light refracts. <laughs> like that's just what it looks like. It's fine. Ah, uh, that's, that's true fun. of rainbows too, Jeff. You didn't think about that. Mm, and- yeah, but rainbows look cool. <laughs> Uh, light refracting looks pretty cool, right? I I I would even go as far as to speculate that perhaps the Christian symbol is a cross because that is such a common occurrence with like light going through stuff. Yeah, maybe. Cuz like they didn't they didn't crucify people back then. They executed them on straight poles. Well, listen, this is we don't need to make this a straight gay thing. <laughs> That's true. Uh, um, Jesus Jesus are- wasn't a Pole. The correct word is a Polish person. <laughs> yes. Um, I'd like to point out that one of these is just Teller from Penn and Teller doing magic, and like- <laughs> Oh, that's weird. You've gone too far. Yeah. Oh, I clicked on the same one at the same- uh, I, I do like when those guys do magic tricks, though, instead of where they do jokes that the magic went really badly and one of them got hurt. Well, yeah. but even those are magic tricks. They do a good yeah, job but of they're, those, too. They're, like, gross-out comedy, too, but I, I like their just, like, more serious magic tricks. I suppose. It's really a shame that they are, like- well, I don't know what Teller is like, but I know that Penn is a hyper-libertarian, and you kn- everyone knows my opinion on libertarian. I think so, Teller yeah. might be good because I believe they don't actually like each other at all anymore, but they still work <laughs> together because they make mo- so much money doing it. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I actually am really. In- I find it really pleasant. The um the trick he's doing is there's a a vase with a flower in it, and the flower has leaves and the petals, and it's uh projecting a shadow onto a, a like paper thing. What do you call that? Scrim. Like, uh, Pad, Screen. Uh, Screen. yeah, it's, it's like a pad of paper on a on a thing, and he's cutting the shadow, and it's making the real flowers parts fall away. Yeah, but he's never cutting like decisively. He's doing everything very gently, so you can tell that the real flower is being manipulated somehow. Like he never yeah. makes a decisive cut, which then would prove that that's not what's doing anything. It's yeah, clever. But it like it's moving so perfectly with. I mean, I guess it probably really is the shadow. Yeah. Um, and that's why it's perfectly in sync, but it's, yeah, I guess it's not even really a trick. It's just more like a weird performance art, but I like looking at it. Yeah, it is good to look at. He's very good at making it seem like what he's doing is doing the thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the trick yeah. to all magic, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, I like this is just thing. this is just like a plant with leaves attached by magnetism or something, and somebody's just turning off those magnets. But he's he's looking at it <laughs> as if he's doing it, and that's what makes it seem real. Yeah, I like a couple below that black kitty magic, and it's a very <laughs> very large fluffy black cat balancing on the back of an office chair that doesn't really have a back. It's just like one of those thin, yeah. like. An inch wide, maybe? It doesn't have any arms, so how did this cat even get up there? 
there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I guess it jumped up there. Maybe the chair is, like, very heavily weighted. It or have, actually... It must have jumped off of something else, right? My my guess would be that it got up there while a person was sitting in it, mm, because oh, I yeah. think the shock from jumping up there would tip the chair over. Mm. But if there was something already there when the person got up, it would stay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. Speaking of pets, a few d- below that one is Defying Gravity, where a dog runs up a wall to get a <laughs> toy, and it's insane. Yeah. Es- yeah. Especially because, like, I don't think, I didn't, I don't know how, like, I know the physics of running up a wall, and it doesn't seem like <laughs> it should work this way. I've yeah, seen that this toy before, is though. a. Yeah. I've seen longer toy, videos. This is definitely a real thing, and it's insane. I like it. That toy is like a solid twelve feet in the air, <laughs> at least, depending on how tall this man is. Yeah, it could be as high as fifteen feet if this guy's like six feet tall. Yeah, I wonder if there's there's like a black mark in the middle of the pad that he's running up, and I wonder if there's some kind of like thing to kick off of there. Yeah, it looks like maybe between the pads has like a a little ledge that he uses. Uses to get up on, and yeah. yeah, that little mark too. Yeah, yeah, because here's a here's a thing that I learned reading the physics of superheroes, which is an excellent book that I recommend to everyone. But um, you if you quote unquote run up a wall, you can only go as high as you could jump anyway, mm-hmm. um, because all of your vertical momentum is coming before you start quote unquote running up the wall, and then everything. Because if you try to actually use the wall to push yourself further up, uh, you would also be pushing yourself out away from the wall and then you wouldn't be able to touch the wall anymore. Yeah, it kind of looks like this dog can jump to eight feet or so and then it does look like there maybe is a little ledge or something that he really launches his back feet from. Yeah, which is very Mm, cool still. Yeah. Oh, the one beneath that is cool, this Lego sculpture's shadow. There's like a Lego sculpture that just looks like an abstract blob but this guy's rotating it and projecting the shadow onto the wall Jeff, and it turns... Sorry, go on. Mm. uh, it It turns from a butterfly to a jet to a dragon and back depending on the angle. When I click on it, yeah. it says this post no longer exists. Jeff, you deleted this post with yeah, your mind. you did. That's some Weird. black magic fuckery. It's oh, true. man. Oh, man. I clicked on the title. I just expanded the preview to look at it, <laughs> and then when I clicked on the title, it said it was removed. Yeah. Uh, can you click the... If you click the little the little triangle to expand it, does it work? Uh, yes, but that makes it less... Oh, okay. Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> Uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, forget that. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> a viscoelastic fluid can pour itself, known as the open channel siphon effect. What? Yep. What is this liquid? Matt, tell me, Mr. Wizard. I mean, it's just, it's some kind of, uh, like... Slime. <laughs> high, high viscosity liquid. I mean, it could be anything. Motor oil of a certain viscosity will do this. Um, Can't you make water do it if you use, like, a string from the yes, inside down to is, the ground? This is just, this is siphoning. It's just, yeah. what makes this interesting looking is that you're not using a medium to transport the liquid. The liquid is its own medium. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Interesting. So cool. Yep. I like it. It's basically elongated surface tension combined with gravity, which is interesting. <laughs> you ever deal with physics in this way when you're trying to, like, put more washer fluid in your car, and you've lined up the new bottle, and you're like, I don't know how big of an arc it's gonna make <laughs> when it starts to pour, <laughs> and yeah. then you splash uh, washer see, fluid all over your engine for a second? <laughs> see, also, every time I try to pour milk from a new <laughs> bottle of milk into my tea. Oh, no. Yeah. You, ju- you just have to ha- have cereal with it first. Don't have tea first. Sometimes I want tea, though. That's the thing. And I. That's. You've fallen into a trap. (laughs) 
Pour it into a smaller container to pour into the Oh yeah, tea. get real fancy. Start getting glass milk bottles to keep Ooh, all your milk in. Ooh, there we go. Now we're talking. Oh, this is a cool one. Um, It's uh this stream of water. It's, yeah, you, I'm looking at that one too. It's really weird. It's like the flow of this yeah. water is so uniform it looks like it's frozen until somebody interrupts the stream. Oh, crazy. That's pretty amazing, yeah. I've seen that happen in like parts of a stream, but never like from the faucet like a solid foot out from the stream like it's doing with this. I guess because there's so much water in the pool, it's such high pressure that the air and little things in it aren't affecting the force of the water. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder wonder if this is an illusion caused by the uh, frame rate of the video or Mm. if this would look this way in person, too. Yeah, maybe. It could just be that the frequency that it is, like, moving is exactly between the frames of the video. I like to think, though, that they wouldn't have filmed it and done this unless they were already seeing it and were like, can you believe this? Yeah. Hey guys, is this a very boring episode of our podcast? Yes. Yes. We're having a hard time. <laughs> Give us a break. We're it's all for hungover. Us. It's for us. <laughs> I don't know how I'm hungover. I had three and a half beers and then stayed an additional like four hours at the party after I stopped drinking and like drove home and went to bed totally sober and still woke up hungover somehow. Yeah, I feel like hangovers when you are of an age in your 30s, I guess, um, are more like just your body is tired from working out all of that poison. Like, (laughs) I used to get hangovers where I'd be like, oh god, like, my head hurts or my body or whatever is terrible, um, and my body is still terrible, but uh, I I mostly just feel really tired is my new hangover. Like, I feel like I exercised a lot. They say the biggest contributor to hangovers is sugar that you have with the alcohol, and Jeff and I both like real sweet candy drinks, so (laughs) I feel like that's what did it to me. Yeah, I drank an entire six-pack of beer yesterday by accident. Whoops. (laughs) (laughs) I guess one of of the problems is also that I slept for like five hours very poorly because I I, I don't know, I was feeling anxious, so I kept, like, waking up as if I was having a nightmare or that I thought I heard something in the room. Mm. Yeah, I keep on, I think my main thing of, like, my main hangover thing nowadays is just, uh, I sleep so heavily when I'm drunk that, uh, my body is in an uncomfortable position, and then I wake up and my body is uncomfortable. Yeah. Mm. I had to wake up in the middle of the night to take the jackets and hats off of the hooks on the back of my door. <laughs> Um, because they looked too much like a person floating in my room. Oh, you had foreshadowing of that because I remember you mentioned that fear already at the party last night. <laughs> yeah, so. and it happened, and I went to bed, and like I got up at four and was like, "That stuff all looks like it's moving." <laughs> I have to stop looking at this. You really played yourself on that one. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys liked playing with us, please come nope. back. No. Nope. <laughs> if you really liked playing with yourself, yeah. which is what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> well, if you want to play with us again, please come back next week for another episode of Seeing Reddit. Uh, it, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, seeingreddit at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at seeingreddit, and you can find me on Twitter at com. Pilot. I'm on Twitter, J3FK, Snapchat and Instagram, JeffJK, Patreon.com slash JeffJK. $1 a month gets you a bunch of stuff, including bonus episodes of 
this show. I think we've put out four minisodes and like two or three, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, casting poll mm. segments. Uh, and that's, you get all of them for just like, if you just want to wait until the end of the month and give a dollar and then after your payment has processed, cancel it. You, you, for those couple days, you have access to all of it for a dollar. So do what you want. You can treat it like I thought uh, they changed Netflix. the rules. Did they change it back? I guess they did. Oh, uh, one of the things that people were, uh, one, like something that happens sometimes is someone will sign up, look at all the content and then unsign up before they're charged. Ah. And they were going to make it so that as soon as you sign up, you get charged, but they changed it back because the fees were going to be crazy because instead of all of your things being charged at once, you would be charged a fee for each transaction. And then there would be like a bunch of transactions. Uh, and that was bad. So instead, I think they introduced a setting where some content can be locked for people who haven't paid yet. Makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's uh, all I have. Uh, WeaponizedLanguage.com for more episodes of this show and the other podcasts I make. You know, I wish Patreon didn't show everybody what you subscribe to. You can turn it off. You can okay, turn that yeah, off. I was going to say, yes. there's some things that I would like to give money to, but I don't want it to come but up in a pornographic. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, no, but there still. Are, there are things that I already give money to that I don't want everyone to know about. A wink! Yeah. Hey. Bad yeah, man. it's Jeff. It's Jeff. <laughs> oh, okay. No, you said it. You said the, <laughs> the secret You said the secret word. Ah. All right, bye. <laughs> Click. No. Uh, you I can am- find me on Twitter. I'm going to get out of the way. Find me on Twitter at uh, Harrowbird or on Instagram, Louisa Heron. Thanks for everyone who uh, voted in our casting poll this past week, which was uh, Ernie the Keebler Elf. Mm. And everyone voted correctly this time for my choice, which was Daniel Craig. You guys said you That's didn't really see weird. It. You guys said you didn't see it. Have you looked at pictures of Daniel Craig since last week and seen that he does look a lot like Ernie the Keebler Elf? To me, Daniel <laughs> Craig looks exactly like Alfred E. Newman from Mad Magazine. <laughs> Which is why I don't oh, understand man. why Maybe people be ever next week's said he's handsome. <laughs> yeah, well, that's very similar to... Um, okay, uh, second place was John Krasinski, which I think was Jeff's... No, that was, uh, was that the Louisa's or Wild Card. Okay. Uh, Ter- Toby Jones was Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Derek Jacoby was Louisa. Yeah. And, uh, John Krasinski was the Wild Card. So. That's madness. Yep. Daniel Craig won. And you guys did good. Thanks to everyone who's been tweeting about us. We love it when you guys, uh, spread the word about us. It makes it a lot easier. Uh, thanks to at Dusty Gulch. Mm, thank you. Thanks to thanks. at Banana Xylophone. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thanks to at Count Veger. Uh, Hi, thanks Chris. to. <laughs> thanks to Pokemaniac Steph. Thank you. Uh, and thanks to the giant be with you. You guys are all great. Yeah, thank, thank you, you people whose uh, names I know, but we'll call you by Twitter handles. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so thanks everyone for coming out. Please come back next week for another episode of Seeing Reddit. But in the meantime, don't forget Batman.
That's it. We yeah, can't we can't say, say anything, anything now. now. <laughs> yep. Y'all fucked it up, so... <laughs> Good show. Yeah, yeah. well...